Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're powered by Kubota Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. Brent Costello flying solo this morning. Now... Just a former Australian test captain is somewhere, and we're hoping to track him down in the next segment, actually, to see exactly what he's up to, if he has reception, because we believe he's at a wellness retreat somewhere in the wilderness, so hopefully we can track him down. Hey, you might have a question for our next guest, because AFL Fantasy is ramping up. Text it in and ask Warney, 0437 555, because Adam Warney Child joins us on SEN Tassie Breakfast to talk all things AFL Fantasy. Good morning, Warney. G'day, Brent. How are you, mate? I am going well, actually, uh, without Tim here. I'm actually quite enjoying it. So might go Jared Waitley style in future and just go a one-man operation, I think. But more importantly, mate, AFL Fantasy, it's really ramping up. I've got about four dr- different draft dates I'm trying to manage at the moment, trying to get my keepers done. But not everyone knows what AFL Fantasy is. So first question for you is just explain that for us. What is AFL Fantasy for those that don't know? Uh, I guess it's a, a couple of different versions of it, but the, in the simple thing is that you can have your own team of AFL players and you can watch them over a weekend and they rack up points for you based on what they're doing on, on the ground. So um, you can follow your own team and they can be from different clubs and, yeah, you, you can have your side that you can take on your mates and there also is a big overall competition. But there's the two versions. Classic is the, a salary cap game where you're given the, the $15.8 million to to pick a side, so your squad of 30 subs the same salary cap as what the clubs get and, um, you know, you've got your top price players last year's highest averaging player was uh, Tim English and so he's the most expensive player and you're paying over a million dollars for him or you get right down to those uh, those rookie listed players that are about $200,000 so that's sort of how that works so you've got to manage your budget to, to try to fit them in and in the draft and that's something that you love, Breno, I know that Gabby's uh, <laughs> your wheelhouse, but that's where you're in a league with your mates and pretty much it works like a real draft where once the player's been taken, no one else can have them. So I mentioned there, um, Tim English, he might be the first one off the board this year because he was so good last year. Um, Once someone's got him, no one else can have him. Well, where do you sit on all that? Because you started all your your fantasy stuff with the classic version. Do you still favour that overdraft or where does your loyalty lie these days? Uh, it's split between both, but I think the way that we play our leagues now is all about draft. Um, we're sort of taking that to the next level with our mates. We we have a weekend away, and now that we're old men, we um, we use this as a bit of an excuse to um, to catch up. So we book an Airbnb for a weekend, and for our you know hour long draft, we need a whole weekend away for that. And there's uh, plenty of amber liquid. Uh, drunk <laughs> over that time and a couple of rounds of golf and that sort of stuff as well but yeah it's, that's where it is I think that's the, the fun part of playing draft is that um, it is just your core group of um, people that you want in that league and, and it, yeah the group chats fire up over the weekend and all that sort of stuff as well 
Now, you mentioned some of the, uh, the lower-priced players, I guess, and a couple of those are our star Tasmanians, Colby McKercher and Riley Sanders. A lot of hype about those two in particular. More so, well, both formats, really, draft because they're going to be uh, future keeper players, but they're relatively cheap compared to your megastars uh, that you'd normally buy, but they're going to be big scorers potentially throughout the season, aren't they? Yeah, something classic. You sort of want these cash cows of the players that are at the bottom end of the price and hopefully they score really well to get themselves up and make some dollars. But yeah, Colby, he was an absolute start. Well, both of them actually. We'll talk about Riley as well. But Colby to start with, in the unrated championships, he averaged um, 117 points, which is pretty huge. <laughs> but that's also off the back of being um, one of the top guys in the Coach League at 112 points. And I think that everything that's pointing in the right direction for him, we've seen some some great players sort of make their debut. We had Harry Sheasel last year and he dominated in a half-back role and Nick Dacos, of course, as well, has been great. And so I thought Colby's going to be doing the same. So our hopes are pretty high for our Lonnie boy there in Cole. Absolutely. No, I think I'll miss him in draft. I think my pick's a little bit too late to grab him, I reckon, which I'm pretty devastated about. Now, what about some of your favourite value picks uh, for Classic in each position? Have you got a few tips for our listeners out there? Yeah, I guess there's there's a lot of value this year. It's going to be quite an interesting season because we do have the opening round, which means that we've got some buys early on in the season, so that might change some of the ways. But in defence, I know that Brisbane have got the buy in the second week, but Kadeen Coleman's one that I'm really keeping an eye on there because of what he... Well, actually what he did in the grand final. I think he had 100 fantasy points at half-time, so he was uh, someone that I was a big fan of. And, well, I'm going to have to say in the midfield, Riley Sanders is probably going to be the one there. There's, he's got an opportunity opportunity there at $285,000 at the Bulldogs and I think that he is going to be one of the, the best cash cows going on. Uh, in the ruck we've got a bit of value and I think Brody Grundy now that he's gone to the Swans and he's by himself after having having a year with Max gone he is super value because he's been a 120 plus averaging player and basically only averaged 75 last year and players are priced essentially on what their output was from the previous season so there's a bit of upside with him and in the forward line I think we're going to have to be finding a fair bit of value and and if we do talk about the rookies now you're a West Coast man Harley Mm. Reid we've got to Mm. believe the hype there don't we and I think we all have to start with him Absolutely. It'll be a lock for my team. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And what about the keeper situation? If you are starting a draft league from scratch, is Tim English your man at number one? Is it Nick Dacos? Or where would you go with your number one pick, do you think? Yeah, see, I think I'd go with Nick Dacos. He's just an absolute jet. Um, I do like the idea of Tim English. I think they're probably one and two, essentially, is who you'd pick if you were starting a keeper league this year because... There, um, well, a Ruckman can be a, a very invaluable asset for your team, but I guess as well with Tim English, that's, he's only 26, which probably, um, you've probably got a good half a dozen years left in him, but I don't know, there's a few up there. Dave doesn't go number one. I wouldn't mind a bit of Errol Goulden action either because he was <laughs> a superstar last season, and even sometimes in fantasy, we don't like the wingers who might get stuck out there, but he just finds the ball at will. I'll tell you what, in my main league that I focus on the most, I've got Nick Dacos, Errol Goulden, Will Ashcroft and Harry Sheasel. So I mightn't win it this year, but I'll tell you what, I'm set up for the future. I think I'm pretty happy with that. Jeez, they could all be scoring very well this year anyway, but I think you've uh, you've got yourself a nice little base there, Breno, with that. I think that you could also have a little bit of trade bait if you're, you're lacking in any other position. All of those guys have a lot of uh, a lot of capital there, I reckon, that you could um, get some offers for. 
Absolutely. Now, we, uh, of course, here at SEN, produced the AFL record season, Guy, which you're a big part of as well. I've seen the uh, the picture of you guys dressed up this year. What is going on there, please? Oh, geez, I tell you what, this is um, something that we'll pretty much... We say, yeah, we'll do anything, but I think we went a little bit too far. <laughs> this year and got all the, uh, yeah, the nice colours and I even got a bit of hair, which was not a bad thing for me to grab. But, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We went over to AFL House for our, our shoot there. And so, yeah, the Fantasy Fever is the theme, which is what goes through the, um, the magazine. We've dressed up as superheroes before and... Um, yeah, in our tuxes last year, which was uh, which was good fun. But yeah, taking it to another level this year. We'll see what they might have for us next time. But yeah, you've got your nice little centrefold if you want some uh, <laughs> three middle-aged blokes dressed up in their seventies outfit and some um, not too flattering, um, you know, silver pants and stuff. Like that. <laughs> oh, I love it, mate. So where can you pick that up? Is it out yet, or is it out this week? It's pretty soon, isn't it? Yeah, it's already? this week. So coming out on Thursday, so the 8th of February, so you'll be able to pick that up at all the news agents and uh, everywhere, I think, in supermarkets as well, so you'll be able to see that. It's um, yeah, a cracking read. There's lots of great content in there, especially there's a nice feature on um, Tasmanian football as well, which is great for us here in Tassie to, to be checking out, and probably a nice little keepsake there for that as well, as all the excitement builds for us getting our team in the competition. Uh, very exciting time indeed. Uh, well done on doing all that, mate. I know you guys put a mountain of work into the AFL record season guide each year, so I can't wait to get a hold of it. Thanks so much for joining us too here on SEN Tassie Breakfast, and good luck for the fantasy season ahead. No worries, Brent, and good luck to you, mate. I'm looking forward to hearing about uh, your leagues and uh, you shooting me those messages about whether I should be uh, picking up this guy or, or, or taking that one on. I was about to say, keep it on your DMs, because no doubt I'll slide in over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for your time, Morning Adam Morning Child joining us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast, big part of the AFL fantasy community, of course. It is SEN Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. The texts are coming in on the Harcourt's open line, 0437 555. Bit of Robbie Williams to take us to the break. And talk about entertaining people. Tim Payne, we're going to try and track him down next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Good morning.